Hey guys, before we get started, I want to say thank you. You guys got me to a million views for Modern Mail on YouTube. I think the last time I checked, we made it to a million and twenty thousand and change views. That's... You know what it makes me think about? It makes me think if they would just give me a dollar for every view. Oh my god. I'd be, uh... Can you buy an island for a million dollars? Because I think I might have one. And I would import audience members so I could do a weekly stand-up show. And that would be it. I think that would be it. I don't know if that's enough money. It'd be a small island. I think it would be an island in a part of the world where nobody wants to live, like Antarctica. But I would have my own island. Anyway, thank you for getting me there. Uh, thank you for liking, sharing, and subscribing um, to the to the podcast and uh, doing all that. Much appreciated. And uh, for all the people that are a member, if you really want to support, subscribe on YouTube and become a member of my page. There's three different tiers, and that's how you support, and blah, blah, blah. I think that's it. Let's get to the show. Hit the music. This week in Zoltan. Action. Yeah, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to This Week in Zoltan. It is episode 302. I got it down. Welcome. We're here for another week of the end of the world. It still feels like that, doesn't it? It feels like the world's ending, little by little, piece by piece, bit by bit. There's people arguing, there's people getting along, but those people that are getting along know each other too well. This is the time to argue with someone you don't know about a virus we don't fully understand and about politics that's really pro-wrestling. Have I gotten it narrowed down? Do, do I feel like I have it somewhat narrowed down? Because I think I do. Hold on one second. I'm not editing that out. I'm not. I'm leaving it in. It's a show about being rough around the edges, and that's what we're doing here. Um, I don't. I, I kept my week simple. All right. I watched. I watched the news. I kept track on Twitter. I kept track of my cryptocurrency because I bought Chainlink. I bought eight hundred dollars worth of Chainlink because that is the maximum amount of money you can burn in front of my face, and I won't cry about. So that is the maximum amount of money I'm willing to put into Chainlink. But to be honest with you, if it turns into zero dollars, I will find a gamer. And I won't punch him in the face, but I'll at least rattle his gamer chair. Because for some reason, I feel like cryptocurrency and gamers are somehow related. That's how I know I'm slowly becoming irrelevant in today's society. So that, that makes me feel somewhat normal. Um... Some sad news. Uh, this weekend, I was supposed to be performing at the Comedy Store here in La Jolla. Uh, they had set up uh, the club outside in the back alley. They have put a stage out there. They put some market lights. They put some tables spaced out so no one was jammed together. They were calling it their Summer Back Alley series. So they branded it. They put in all this work. And I believe they reached out to local city officials to make sure that everything was being done okay and up to par and, you know, we're good. Um, they started serving food because the city only allowed restaurants to be open, not bars. So bars that didn't used to serve food now serve food, and that's what the comedy store did. They offered a food thing so they could be open. They were outside doing comedy, living life. I think they got three weekends worth of back alley shows done and my weekend was supposed to be this weekend and 
police came and shut it all down last Saturday. Last Saturday before the show, uh, my friends Taylor Tomlinson was headlining, my buddy Dustin Nickerson was featuring for her, and they came like an hour before showtime and shut it down. And they said this isn't in compliance. It never said anywhere that you're not allowed to uh, to do live stand-up, which I don't... Stand-up comedy has always been the bastard child of the entertainment business. They don't know how to label us, okay? They, they, the reason they shut us down is because they're not allowing concert venues to be open. Big con- like arenas, uh, theaters that seat thousands, or arenas that seat tens of thousands, or stadiums, whatever. That's what they're thinking. This isn't the Rolling Stones, all right? Which who were supposed to come to San Diego, I think, in May, and none of that, obviously, none of that happened. But this, we're not the Stones, we're not Metallica, all right? It's it's 50 people, maybe, spread out in a back alley while a comedian who is far away from all of that talks for a while. But we're being clumped in with ACDC coming through town. By the way, I understand that my band references are very old and dated. I don't, well, who's new? Put a, instead of Metallica, pretend I said some DJ who's like some white guy with like a symbol for a name. Whatever, that guy. Okay? We're not the same. But comedy's been treated that way throughout history. I mean, for years, there weren't comedy clubs. I think Lenny Bruce opened for bands. Right? Based on my, the only comedy history I really know is watching uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And that's what it seemed like. There weren't proper comedy clubs. You opened for musical acts. So we were always clumped in with a big setting, and that's not what comedy is. We should be treated more like a restaurant with a band in the corner. That's what a comedy club is. It's a restaurant bar with a band in the corner. That's how we should be labeled. We should not be... Comedy clubs shouldn't be set to the same COVID standards as as the sports arena. Limp Biscuit isn't coming through. Oh, God. That's the newest band reference I could come up with? Paramore. That's still 2008. Ariana Grande. There we go. I'm going with Ariana Grande. It's, that's not who's performing. There's not going to be screaming, jam-packed, jumping up and down. Everyone. That's not what's happening. It's a comedy club. Outside. Spaced out. Little tables. Buy some pub mix. Two drinks. Some guy talking. That's it. But this weekend it got shut down. The Comedy Store wasn't the only one. Also the Comedy Palace and American Comedy Company downtown. Is it fair? No. No, it's not fair. It's the classic... Is it in the best interest of public safety? Maybe. You would have to ask someone with a degree on the wall. I don't have that. I have a portrait of my own face on the wall. So, you know, if you're at all offended by this opinion or any others, that should deflate any of it. You should go, I shouldn't be upset by some douche who has a painting of his own face on a wall over his shoulder. Um, is it for the best of public interest? I don't think so. I, 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 based on what doctors have been saying, if a restaurant can be allowed outside, spaced, distanced, servers wearing masks... Patrons wearing masks until they get to their table to shove food down their pie holes, then I believe what's the difference if over there in the corner someone in a leather jacket tells jokes? Who's that offending? 
who's not, well, I mean, not who's that offending? You can definitely say things to offend somebody, but who's that hurting with the virus? Who I, I don't understand. But I think a lot of it we don't understand. And I'm not one of those anti-maskers. I don't think the virus is a hoax. Uh, I believe in our medical professionals. I believe that what was allowed to open and what wasn't and what procedures were put in place were developed by medical professionals. I hope. If they weren't, what a mistake. But I believe they put the standards and practices in there for the businesses to follow and it's just heartbreaking when comedy clubs go out of their way to follow that and they still get shut down because they put money into it you know go on instagram and check out the comedy store setup back back in the alley they put some work into it they put a little bit of money into it same with the comedy palace i'm sure same with american comedy company and to have them come in and say you guys aren't allowed to be open, but that restaurant across the street that serves sushi, they can do it because they're outside and their waiters aren't funny. I, it's such a weird... It's like... It's like being told what to do by an engineer who just looks at things in black and white. This is allowed, this isn't allowed. Yeah, but the, we need someone with some sympathy and understanding. And, under, and and less of a mechanical brain and more of a, yeah, but, oh, that should be allowed. That maybe shouldn't be allowed. That's how it needs to be, but we want to paint everything black and white, and it's just frustrating. Really, I'm only complaining because I missed my weekend, and I'm 100% selfish. 100%. At least I'm honest. I wanted to perform. I was going to get three nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, one show each night, to perform proper stand-up comedy outside, which isn't ideal, but we've all succumbed to that. I've done two shows on my computer, like virtual shows. I've come to actually enjoy those. So now I'm willing to do comedy outside, as are hundreds of other stand-up comedians. And then right before my weekend, they go, no, 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 we're shutting this down. Honestly, if I would have gotten my weekend in, and then they shut it down, I would have been like... At least I got my weekend in, which is a horribly selfish thing to say, but that's, I don't want to be a liar. So anyway, my show's this weekend at the Comedy Store, no mas. Uh, that doesn't mean it won't get rescheduled for a later date. Maybe the city will say, hey, we made a mistake, or the state. I'm not even sure who shut it down. People with badges. People with badges. And uh, someone posted that one of the cops that came to shut down the Comedy Store... Once everything got shut down and settled, one of them turned to the manager, Mike Vinn, and then asked uh, how they can sign up for the open mic. Just goes to show you, the cops that are even coming to shut down the comedy club are just, in essence, foot soldiers being told what to do. They didn't get to go in and play that scenario and go like, oh, they are following rules. They came there specifically because they got told from a higher up to shut that down and nothing was going to change their mind. And that's why at the very end, one of the cops was like, hey, what, can we get signed up for the open mic? No. No, you're not allowed. Of course, comedy will allow it. We want to hear what a cop has to say. Let's turn that off. Anyway, so that's what happened uh, this weekend. This weekend, there will be no weekend. Weekend is canceled. I'm instead doing a show at Balboa Park, I believe at 5 p.m. 
and that's where I'll be. Boy, are my arms white. This, these sleeves need to be longer. That's what I need. I can't get rid of this farmer's tan. I live in San Diego. It's embarrassing that I can't get rid of it. Um, and that I had a, I had a good weekend. Uh, I bought a projector. The the summer, the spring and summer of buying random things on Amazon has continued. Two weeks ago, I brought a, a two or three weeks ago, I bought a French press because I needed making coffee to take up more of my day because I had nothing to do. And then last week, I bought a projector. Because I was sitting here, I might have had an edible in my system, I don't know, but I was sitting here, looking at my walls, going, I think I might want to watch the TV there, or there, or there, or there. And I was like, I think I need a projector, and I bought a projector. It's, I don't know where this is going to go. I'm going to end up with a house full of junk. I'm going to end up like that kid that grew up without a dad with the mom who overcompensated. Just every week, a new bike. Like, yeah, I know your dad's not here to teach you to ride, but here's a new bike. Here's a new helmet. Take up boxing. Here's a basketball. That's what I'm doing with myself. The virus has turned me in to a fatherless child with a, a very overcompensating mother, which is actually kind of my childhood. But it's like repeating itself. This virus is like being left by your father, and you're just trying to fill the hole. French press, projector. Look at this. This is one of those ad machines that you, it shakes your jelly gut until you get a six pack. I got one of those for some reason. I, my mom actually gave me that, which is kind of a rude gift. But that's besides the point. We are just filling the hole of our soul with Amazon crap until we can perform stand-up comedy in an alley. I think that's what it's come to. I think that's where we are. Um, what else? What else? What else? Oh, I tried this out of pure boredom. Uh, I, I, did, I, I told myself I'm going to get on the carnivore diet. And the only reason I just... I even, I've even heard of the carnivore diet. The only reason anyone's ever heard of the carnivore diet is because Joe Rogan talked about it. And Joe Rogan's like, yeah, I lost 12 pounds. And I, I ate nothing but meat for 30 days. He might have done it for two months. I don't know how long he did it for. Um... And I want to be like that. And then so I watched a bunch of YouTube videos on the carnivore diet. And it's all like guys with no shirts on. And they look like dads. You know what I mean? Like it's that dad strength. I don't mean a dad bod. I mean that dad strength. The kind of body dads get when the last one graduates high school. And then they start taking like testosterone. And, and start getting like a weight set in the garage. Maybe one of the kids isn't going to college. So that kids college money is going into like a garage gym you know a bunch of supplements some of them from mexico under the table whatever maybe there's a syringe involved i'm not saying anything but that kind of like dad bod that's like muscular where it's like everything's got a vein on it you know i just kept watching videos like that i'm like i'm like i want to look like that is that all i gotta do just eat meat for a little while. I love meat. I love ste I love all meats. Steak, fish, chicken, uh, uh, lamb, pork, all of it. So I went to the grocery store. I bought a bunch of meat. And I made it about 12 hours. I quit the first day. I did it. In the morning, I made uh, steak and eggs. And then I think after that, I had some chicken. 
And then I was sitting here, right here on this couch. My best friend, Dane, who's my next-door neighbor, was sitting next to me. We were watching hockey. And he was snacking on something, and he was drinking a White Claw. And you're not even allowed, you're not allowed to have alcohol during uh, COVID. Or COVID? During... <laughs> God, imagine if you couldn't have alcohol during COVID. There'd be a riot in the streets a lot more than we're seeing now. Uh, but you can't have alcohol on the carnivore diet because that's sugar, and there's no sugar in this thing. And so I'm watching him just pounding claws. We're watching hockey. And then after the second period of hockey, I, I turned to him. I'm like, screw this. And I went and got a protein bar, which isn't even much of a... It's not even that much of an FU to the carnivore diet because it's a protein bar. But it's still something you're not allowed to have because there's carbs in it and sugar and delicious chocolate. And it was... It, I have no willpower. That's what it was. I didn't make a complete grocery trip to be on the carnivore diet. Does that make sense? Like, I went to the grocery store. I bought a bunch of meat, but I still bought a bunch of fruits and vegetables and uh, protein bars. And I bought a thing of hummus and chips in case my friend comes over and when my girlfriend comes over because she doesn't want to just eat meat with me. She wants something else. So I bought some other stuff so she can have something to eat when she comes over. But that just made the carnivore diet disheartening. That made it horrible because I'm over there making a steak, which is great. I love steak, but I'm like grabbing it out of a refrigerator that's full of like spinach and arugula and red onion and jalapenos and tomatoes and avocado, like a delicious side salad that would go perfectly with this steak that I'm making over here. And I got to ignore all these delicious, fresh flavors and just eat a thing of steak with a pat of butter on it, which was still great. I'm not saying the taste was bad, but there was a bunch of stuff in my fridge I had to ignore that would have made it ten times better. I think that's a mistake I made. So if you're out there, and this is one of the videos that came up, you know, because you were out there like, I want to do the carnivore diet. Don't let this uh, talk you out of it. Just grocery shop correctly and don't buy the other stuff that you're not allowed to eat because you will end up eating it. I mean, unless you have this thing called willpower, unless you have this magical thing in your body called willpower, which I have none of. If I have to go on a diet, that means none of that food or drink or whatever I have to stay away from is allowed on the premises because I, uh, zero, zero. You know, on a video game, when like one of the players is injured or tired or worn out and his life meter is super low, that's my willpower at all times. At all times. You could tell me, hey man, no chocolate cake. And I'd be like, all right, there's no chocolate cake in my house. But then you drop a chocolate cake in my house. By the time you turn around, I've passed out because of a diabetic coma and I look like there's a, like I just... Like, I, I melted a Hershey bar all over my face. It's everywhere. Hands, fingers. Looks like I was, it looks like I was sexually assaulted by chocolate. That's what it would look like. Just covered in it. Fudge. Icing. Candles. Hanging out of my nose. All into chocolate. Zero willpower. But once again, at least I'm honest about it. Some people try to, you know, fluff up their situation and go, Oh yeah, I could totally do that. I'm honest with you. I'll look you right in the eyes and go, yeah, I'll try, but I know I can't. And then hopefully you look at me and go, that's the spirit. Um, so that was my <laughs> that was my participation in the carnivore diet. Uh, what else happened here? 
I was I was on Twitter before we started recording, and Alex Jones was trending, and I was like, "Why is Alex Jones trending?" And he's trending for the exact reason you think he's trending. He went and yelled. There's so much hate on Alex Jones, and then he has a side that loves him, and I think the side that hates him and despises him doesn't realize that he's a pro wrestling heel manager. That's what he is. I grew up a pro wrestling fan, still very much am one. Um, he is a classic pro, like he would have fit so well in the late 80s NWA. Like if he was managing one of the horsemen, like if J.J. Dillon had to leave and here comes Alex Jones and he just comes in yelling, frothing at the mouth, he would be the manager that fans watch on TV going, I can't wait for the baby faces to beat the crap out of his team and then get a few shots in on him. I'd love to see that. That's who this man is. That's who he is. So he had a video uh, that I saw of him in Austin, Texas. Now, it looks like he went to a place to swim. And um, they tried to make him wear a mask. And it did not go well. The video involves him yelling with a blowhorn how this is like against his constitutional rights and blah, 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 and all this stuff here. Let me, let me crank up the volume. We're going to listen to this. Charging. Well, the past, I've been coming here since I was in uh, high school and college. And now you guys use your COVID hoax to like set a checkpoint. By the way, he's yelling at like teenage lifeguards. And one of the big mistakes people in their 50s does, uh, do, excuse me, one of the big mistakes people in their 50s do is when they talk to teenagers, they go, back in my day, and there is nothing that gets a teenager to shut off his ears quicker than back in my day. Also, yelling at teenagers this day and age is such a waste of time because they wouldn't have listened to you anyway, but you know they're wearing earbuds. So they're just staring at you going, uh-huh, uh-huh, when's this old fat man going to leave me alone? But here he goes. She can take over the parks and start charging. It's unconstitutional. This is not even a city ordinance. This is a illegal power grab of the people's greenbelt, and it's time to free Austin. So are you guys volunteers for the city of Austin? Who are you, masked I'm, man? I'm a lifeguard for Barton Springs. You're a lifeguard for Barton Springs, now part of the criminal power grab. This is outrageous criminal activity. This is the seizure of the infrastructure of Austin. It is all He's... color of law garbage. My wife came here this morning when you cult member Cooch showed up here and you asked her, where's her reservation? Her reservation is that we live in a free country. We live in America. I call for everybody out there watching. The time for civil disobedience is here. I want this removed tonight. COVID-19 is a power grab hoax. COVID-19 is a scam. Is that your IQ? One finger? APD just did its job. When a man comes sick and I go in here, sweaty and back. APD told him, no, it's not enforceable. You can go on in. You know what the scariest part of Alex Jones is, for me, is deep down inside, I know the odds are that in 20 years, I'm going to be him. That's going to be me. I'm going to I'm going to be losing my mind on some teenagers. I'm going to be sweating. I might have a tiny megahorn and it won't be about masks. It will probably be cuz I forgot to bring my Costco membership card and they're not letting me in and I'm going to have that entire diatribe that he just had 
outside of a Costco. 20 years. That scares me. Like, the first time I watched that video, I was like, that's outrageous. Second time I watched that video, I'm like, who are we kidding? That's going to be me. I just need 20 more years of life on Earth until that is me. Just a polo shirt, sweating through it, swearing at teenagers, saying that them not letting me into a Costco without a membership card is unconstitutional. The cops are going to be called, nobody's going to be arrested, and my wife's not going to talk to me on the drive home. That's the scariest part of Alex Jones to me, is knowing deep down inside, two decades. Two decades. Which, for anyone that's old enough, you know that life goes by pretty quick. Couple blinks to the eye, and I'm him. I find him entertaining. I don't believe what he says. I find him very entertaining because I watch him like I used to watch pro wrestling when I was a child. The only fear I get out of that guy is I'm going to be him 20 more years, man. 20 more years. Maybe I'll have a couple kids that I've raised. I'm almost done paying off my house. Just got a new pickup truck. Decided to take it to Costco. Forgot the membership. They're not letting me in. My wife's not even by my side during my rant because she's embarrassed. As soon as I pull out the megaphone, she's like, I told you not to bring... And then she leaves. And then I'm over there giving my Braveheart speech. Because they're not letting me into Costco without my membership card. Scary. I hope you don't end up like them, but I, deep down, if I'm honest with myself, that's going to be me. Two decades. If we're alive then. If we're alive in 2040, there's going to be a video of me somewhere just losing my mind. I hope my video will be as entertaining. That's all I can hope for, I guess. And build that into a following. I hope. I hope. Best case scenario. Um, <laughs> Alex Jones wasn't the only uh, entertaining fellow uh, this week on the Twitter. What was it? Ben Shapiro? I just burped. I apologize. Um, ben Shapiro was on here. Because Cardi B released a, a new song. That's quite the rump shaker, if I might add. Uh, Cardi B had a new music video. Oh, here it is. And uh, uh, Ben Shapiro on his show um, broke down the lyrics of Cardi B's new music video. And I didn't think he thought it would be as entertaining as it turned out to be. But here we go. Bring a bucket and a mop. Here are some of the lyrics. You ready? Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Yeah, you effin' with some wet ass P word. P word is female genitalia. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up N word. Catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P word is wet, come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I don't think he meant this, but his Ben Shapiro's Kids Bop version of Cardi B was actually kind of catchy. 
Like, if Kids Bop ever covered this song, they should just take the audio of Ben Shapiro changing the word pussy to P-word, and you got the next Kids Bop album. It's going to be it's gonna be blasting out of minivans across the country. I do, there's something about his nasally voice and his just kind of little bit on the spectrum autistic delivery that is just very catchy with him reading these censored lyrics. A lot more vulgar. Talk your S-word, bite your lip, ask for a call while you ride that D-word. You really ain't never gonna F him for a thing. He already made his mind up before he came. Now get your boots and your coat for this wet-ass P-word. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass P- Right, so this is, guys, this is what feminists fought for. This is what the feminist movement was all about. It's not, uh, it's not really about, you know, women being treated as independent full rounded human beings it's about wet ass p word and if you say anything differently it's because you're a misogynist you see uh it gets really uh really really i disagree with that that's like saying the whole conservative movement is uh run by the kkk because the kkk is voting conservative that makes about as much sense as saying the feminist movement is broken down into a cardi b music video um, there's some about Ben Shapiro, because I've listened to him on the Rogan podcast, and, and, uh, there's some vague stuff that I agree with, uh, but he's another one of those guys, I said it before, he has, like, an engineer brain, like, his brain is black and white, it's, this is right, that's wrong, this is right, that's wrong, and he's just missing a little bit of empathy, that's all, he needs to get out of his engineer brain, like, we're not wiring a computer, we're dealing with human beings, so you have to have empathy and sympathy a little bit. Otherwise, you might be a sociopath. Would he? Is he one? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm going to assume he isn't. But his there's something about him. Like, I've met him before. Not him, but I've met that personality before. The, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You know, deep down inside, there is just like a, a, a scream for a hug in there. Like, please hug me. I want to hug him. I, like, I've went to school with a guy like that, where you first meet him, and you don't like him because the way he does, he has hard opinions, his delivery sucks, and his voice sounds like you can beat him up. So, your first impression of him is a very book by the cover situation where you're like, I don't like this guy. Then the more you hear him, you're like, well, there's a reason he's so, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And it can't be a good reason that he's that way. You start putting together an, a narrative like, what was his childhood like? Maybe they were mean to him. He got bullied a lot, and now he's got a voice. So then there's a part of you that wants to hug him. And then you hear him say, say stuff like that about Cardi B and feminism. And I'm like, now I'm back to wanting to kick your ass. It's such a, I have such a, I don't want to say love-hate because I don't love him or hate him. It's such a hot-cold relationship with Ben Shapiro that I have even in a minute and a half video. It's a, huh? Ah, mm. Oh, you dope. I want to stick your face first in a dumpster. It's, uh, that has to be considered a talent to have a personality like that. But I, uh... With all that said, if they ever do come out with a Kids Bop version of Ben Shapiro doing Cardi B's music, first one to buy. I'll buy a CD player. 
All right, I already bought a projector. I got a French press. I'm all hot about buying stuff I don't really need on Amazon right now. Sign me up for a CD player if they come out with the Ben Shapiro Kids Bop version of Cardi B. Because it's catchy. It's a catchy number. Yeah, that's everything. Oh, uh, Joe Biden. We got. Uh, I think we have our lineup set for WrestleMania. Oh, not WrestleMania. We have our lineup set for the presidential election in November. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Donald Trump and Pence, of course, and it's gonna be Joe Biden and Kamala Harris going at it. Uh, it's gonna be a tag team cage match, which sounds outrageous to say right now, but really, if that's what it came down to in November, I could see that happening. If somehow between now and November they're like, you know what, votes that is so 2016. We're not voting. What we're going to do is we're going to put these four people in a cage. We're going to light the cage on fire. And whoever comes out is the president for the next 18 years. I Who wouldn't buy that pay-per-view? You just had 800 million buys right there. People that aren't even in this country would buy it. Pay to see that, absolutely. Um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I... I they posted a bunch of pictures of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris together because now they're on the ticket together. And they just look like that couple where you only put up with him because he's with her. Does that make sense? For all you couples out there, if you've ever been out on a couple's date or, oh, so-and-so and so-and-so are coming over, but you only really like one of them and you go, huh? Ah, yeah. Like, I'll put up with this person because I like that person this much. That's how, that's, I feel like that's what this ticket is. No one's a fan of Joe Biden. Joe Biden isn't a fan of Joe Biden. But there's a lot of people that like Kamala Harris. But nobody likes Joe Biden. I don't think Joe Biden's wife is particularly fond of Joe Biden. I think she's kind of like, I mean, he's here, I guess. Joe Biden is like watching sports without, without an audience. It's like, I, I mean... It's better than nothing, but it's not great. I wouldn't even say it's good, but it's on. It's on? And it's a replacement? Okay, okay. The most you'll get about me on Joe Biden is okay. But then you throw Kamala Harris in there, you're like, oh, at least I can focus my attention over there and block out that. I'm still a big proponent of what I said in the beginning of this video, which is... Cage match. Kamala Harris, Pence, uh, Biden, Trump. Cage, fire. Vince McMahon promotes it. The Rock's the referee. The winner gets full control of the XFL and the country. Any votes saying nay? I didn't think so. Let's get it done. I think that's it. That's about everything I had written down, I believe. Oh, the Florida, there's a sheriff, I read uh, right before I came on, there's a sheriff in Florida that is banning his employees from wearing masks, which is, uh, okay, way to go the other way on that. That's like the parent that makes, uh, makes his kid smoke a carton of cigarettes after catching him smoke one. They're like, oh, you don't believe this virus is real? I'm going to get you the damn virus. Oh, you don't? Oh, you think you like cigarettes? You're going to smoke that whole damn carton. Did you take a sip of whiskey? You are drinking a case of whiskey. It's such a, like, 
Like, this guy was just teleported from the 50s. And he's like, I'm gonna get my belt out. Well, everyone's getting the virus. It's a very, I guess... I mean, it's scary to think that the guy who came up with that is given a gun by law. That's a little bit of a... Oh, oh, is that the best idea? It's a little bit of that. A little bit of tepidation. That's probably the wrong use of that word or the wrong pronunciation. Uh, But yeah. That's absolutely terrifying. That was the last thing I saw. Anyway, uh, I think that's the show for this week. What I do want to do is I want to give a special shout-out to all the cat members, uh, the cat person members of my YouTube page. Um, once again, I, if you want to support, I have a membership page on YouTube, and uh, you can sign up. There's three different tiers. There's buck ninety nine, there's four ninety nine, and there's nine ninety nine. And what I want to do is give a special shout-out to all the 999ers, also known as the people at the cat person level. Um... It'll come up here in a hot second. Oh, that's why. Because I'm on the wrong Wi-Fi. Maybe this will fix it. Kill time, Zoltan. I always say I'm going to have these names ready, and I never do. But I very much appreciate Well, the audio on me went out, but thank you to all the uh, all the members. Uh, let me read it here. Diana Norton, Laura Rolfson, B1 Bailey, uh, Mary, Amari Gar- Garrison K, Sarah Zanto, Tad P, Ellen Nugent, Laura Hornstra, Danny Cox, Marilyn RX, Elena1960, uh, Ema Catherine, Maya, Jonathan Kinsey, Judy Dean, Craig Rappaport, Dustin Henson, Rena Paul- Spalding, excuse me, Rena Spalding, yeah, I got that, Planet Molly, Ellen Chestnut, Isa Dawn, or Asa Dawn, Julie Avina, Stephanie M, Joanne W, and Bring Your Own Brilliance. I don't know why the audio cut out. Damn you, MacBook, but we got it at the end. Have a great week, and ciao, everybody.